you, and when I defang the viper, trust me, ain't gonna come from nowhere. Jeff, I already put you out. I don't even know why you're out here right now. Keep on talking. Hey, 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 do me a favor. Why don't you act like this is an AA meeting and you shut your mouth while I'm sharing with the group? And Mustafa, you out here, a boy among men. And I'm gonna tell you what. You got lucky at the Rumble, so I know you're gonna come out here and run your mouth about how bad you are. But let me give you a little bit of a reality check. You see, Mustafa, you said that my eyes don't lie. Well, your eyes don't lie either, because last week, they were closed real tight when I put your simple ass to sleep. And AJ, hey man, be honest with me. How's our old girl Wendy doing? Alright, welcome back to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast. I am Afis and with me as always is Devin and we are getting ready for Clash of Champions. We're going to do the prediction show for Clash of Champions. Devin, how you feeling about this card? You know what, man? This looked like a good card. Slightly strong, I want to say, because we got some good matches we can talk about, man. I, I, I'll be the first, you know, I'm talking about AJ Styles and Cedric Alexander. I think that could mm. still possibly steal the show right there. I'm calling it. Okay. All right. Match of the night for you. Show stealer yep. of the night. All right. All right. I like that. I like that. Um, yeah, for me, I like the card a lot. Um, I, I will say I'm a little surprised, even though maybe it's for the best that this isn't there. But the King of the Ring tournament, the finish, is actually going to uh, be yeah. on Raw and not on yep. Clash of Champions. So that, that I was a little surprised by. Um, but... Hey, you know, it, it's <laughs> we have mixed feelings on that. And maybe we, we can do. even start out since that's not a part of this. Yeah. And we're not going to do our usual Raw and SmackDown recaps. We just kind of fit that into the beginning of this before we get into the actual Clash of Champions card. Um, what was your reaction to both? Because right now the, the final, it's going to be Baron Corbin versus Chad Gable yeah. in the final of King of the Ring. So what was your reaction to it kind of coming together the way it did, both on Raw and SmackDown. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I saw it forming, just metamorphically just forming into, here, here comes the predicted outcome that Hafiz prophesied right here. Man. Here's the Hafiz <laughs> prophecy. I saw it. Shane McMahon, and, and I knew he was BSing, man, you know, just on t- Tuesday night. You know, he comes in, he's talking to Chad Gable, and I like Chad Gable's personality. He was kind of cool. You know, he's like, unfortunately, you know, Elias can't compete. He was like, yeah, I know. I get a bye. You know, <laughs> he said it's so <laughs> nonchalant. Like, yep. you know, it actually kind of worked. Yep. Uh, but he said, no, we will find a competitor. You know, we'll just, you know, figure it out. And I was like, it's probably going to be him. I know yep. it's going to be him. Yep. Best in the world. King of, you know, whatever you say, king of the world. King of the world. Yep, yep. And, and when I saw that right there, I was like, ah. But hopefully... I kind of saw, like, all right, KO's probably going to come out. But not come out. This is in the beginning. I thought KO's going to come out and interrupt him. But, you know, we saw how that worked out. He was being the special guest referee for SmackDown. And, you know, he he did a good job just showing an emotion, feeling conflicted at times, uh, doing, like, a fast count uh, on Chad Gable and uh, doing slow counts for Shane. So that was just kind of, you know, how he would just teeter in that line was cool. But... At the end result, you know, we got Chad Gable and possible future King Corbin. I might as well just start getting used to saying that. <laughs> it's inevitable. 
I know. He's, he's like Thanos at this point. It's inevitable. It, exa- exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Did all of that. Yep. Just to- <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Oh, man. Yeah, we are here. It's, uh, and, and you know what? I'm glad. It's just, it, you know, it is best for that to not be on Clash of Champions. I'd rather yeah. have that on Monday Night Raw. On Raw, Raw. yeah. You know, I sense. get it. King of the Ring should be on... You know, for for King in the Ring on that caliber, it should be on a pay per view or even headline a pay per view. It used to right. be like that. It's yeah, it used yeah. to be its own pay per view all the time. Exactly, together. exactly. Even get back to that, but you know, based on you know the final match between Corbin and Chad Gable, it's it's just best to be on Monday Night Raw. You know. Yeah, I um, it, it's funny too because when we're doing our King of the Ring tournament uh, brackets. Um, I had joked at one point and said, man, watch Shane McMahon work his way into this tournament somehow, some way, you know, and, and yeah. gosh, I thought that was would be worst case scenario and he would end up winning the whole thing. So when he started talking to Chad Gable, I'm like, oh, my God, no, no, please tell yeah. me he's not going to work his way into this. And sure enough, <laughs> you know, they're like, yeah, breaking news, Shane McMahon. I'm like, oh, oh this no. is it. Like, he's going to beat Chad Gable, and then he and, Ch- and uh, Baron Corbin are going to get in the ring, and Corbin's going to lay down for him, and he's going to be the king of the world. I was like, please, God, that, don't, do not let that happen. Come on now. Like, it's bad enough that Corbin is going to be in this. Yes. For yes. Shane to have jumped in and just uh, get become king of the world or whatever he wanted to be would have just been Yeah, that's disaster. what he called it. That's what he yeah. called it. Yeah, because he uh, came out on Tuesday – for his entrance and put the crown, King of the Ring in crown, and it in fit the perfectly too. It I'm did, like, oh, it did. Even Corey is... Graves talked about it. It fits perfectly. <laughs> oh my god, no. Um, yeah, so that was that was scary, man. That was scary for a brief moment. And even yeah. too, um, Kevin Owens during that matchup, like he was actually helping Shane. Like he he tried. Yeah, man. That's you what know? I'm saying. Yeah. Doing like, a quick fast count. Yeah. The first count they did for Chad Gable, they were saying, oh, it was a quick count, but I didn't see it as being like a super quick count. No. Nah, nah. You know, it just seemed like a normal count, but then yeah. the you know the the commentators were like, oh, you know, he you know it was a quick count. And I'm like, what? But then you know Shane turned into a two out of three falls and then you know he was Kevin Owens was completely helping Shane, yeah. you know, slow counting, not counting, checking the shoulders, making sure they were completely down. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God, Kevin, what are you yeah, doing? No, exactly. like, don't do this, you know. And, uh, yeah, sure enough, uh, Chad Gable ended up tapping him out. I'm like, Damn, all right, all right, there's nothing. Like, nothing you can do. Like, right, you can say like my hands are tied. Well, yeah, <laughs> you tapped out, Shane. What do you want me to do? <laughs> and Shane's like, give me my phone. You're fired. I'm like, what? How are you firing this man? Like, uh, he did everything you wanted him to do. Right. It's not his fault that you tapped you out. out. Right. Like, boy, like, yeah, so that was, that was, that. I mean, <laughs> in story-wise, it's actually kind of interesting now the way they're they're taking it, even though I'm tired of, you know, Shane McMahon on, on a whole being on television and all that. Yeah. But it was kind of a interesting twist on the story to where Kevin Owens actually was helping him, and he tapped out, and so he's trying to fire him anyway. So maybe they'll do like a board of directors thing where they're like, yeah, it's an abuse of power. He did his job, and he still got fired. So he may try to sue Shane, and then that turns into <laughs> like a matchup where if he doesn't want this lawsuit, then he has to have a match with Kevin Owens. To finally whoever, end this. Right, and whoever loses is gone, basically. Like yeah. Shane's position as commissioner is on the line in the matchup or something like that. 
So, you know, I, I feel like that's probably where this is going. Because now. You know what? I, I don't even doubt that premonition right there. Because that's what it <laughs> sounded like you just had. Like a premonition just hit you. Like as you're talking, conversating, just. Yeah. You're getting the message into I'm, your I'm, brain. It, it, <laughs> I'm formulating. Like, it's, it, it makes sense. It's a storyline that I could see them going with. Because they got to end this somehow. Because as, as long as Shane is in this position, why? What what reason would Shane have to not you know, be in the spotlight or to not, you know, abuse his power. So it's probably going to turn into something where, yeah, he's his job or something, his position as commissioner's on the line um, as Kevin Owens is holding a lawsuit over him because it's, it's, they're going to use the whole legal thing and that'll uh, be interesting yeah. with Kevin Owens because he's, we just, he's we just need to up. get to the end though. Like, yeah. Just have yeah let's end this. Right, right. Yeah. It's, and it should have been ended months ago. Yes. 100%. 100%. So, yeah, that was uh, – so, anyway, King of the Ring, you know, glad it's on Raw, not on Clash of Champions. Yep. Um, man, prepare yourselves for King Corbin because it is happening. All right. So, now, back to Clash of Champions. Uh, let, let's get it kicked off right away with uh, what we believe is going to be the pre-show. I, maybe they've already said it on the site. I'm not saying it here. But um, the WWE Cruiserweight Championship matchup between Drew Gulak, Umberto Carrillo, and Lince Dorado. Um, so we were talking pre-show just now about yep. uh, Umberto Carrillo and how we had not seen and, and at first without seeing his face, I was like, man, who, who Umberto Carrillo? Like, like who it is that? You know, trying me. to figure out, right? Yeah, because it's been a while, but we've actually yeah. seen him plenty on NXT um, and Two or Five Live. I guess he's been on there for a while uh, to you know to be upfront about it. I hadn't seen Two or Five Live regularly since yeah. WrestleMania. We were just talking about that before we yep. even recorded. Like, yeah, we both t- took a break. Basically, ever since Buddy Murphy got drafted, we was like, we're done. That's it. <laughs> Once you took OP Buddy Murphy off, it's like, all right, you know, Tony Nese, nah, I can't. It, it's not enough. Exactly. It's not to say. It's like, no. it's, that's not enough to bring me back. No, no, yeah. not I'm at sorry. all. And I, like, I actually like Drew Gulak, you know, with yeah. the PowerPoint presentation when he was doing that whole thing, which feels like forever ago now. But, you know, it's still not enough. So, yeah. um, which, by the way, news is that 205 Live is actually going to end and join NXT. So I think that's actually a smart move for them, even though yes, 205 Live at times. Um, did have some great wrestling going on and had a strong roster, you know, at spot moments in its in its time. But you know, to to mix them with NXT just makes a whole lot of sense. Uh, yeah, just put those guys there. Yeah. yeah, it's the right type of crowd because they was going through. I say like the the pains of yeah. of it because when they first kicked it off, then they would just do it towards the end of SmackDown, and the crowd is tired at the end. So you can have yep. like a like a great match and. Nothing from the crowd because it's just exhausted. And then they try to change it up, which was cool when they did it pre-show for pre-SmackDown. Yep. And the crowd was, you know, for kickoff, that's cool because the crowd is live, engaged, able to energize the crowd. Yep. So, But this is just perfect for NXT. NXT would just love this, man. They're going to treat yep. it and care for it like a, like a newborn baby. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, yeah, that, that, those, that passionate fan base, you know, smart fan base that they have in NXT – um, you know, with them going live starting next week, uh, next week, Wednesday. Um, yeah, I think it's just a perfect fit for a lot of these yep. guys. So I'm excited to see it. Um, so predictions uh, between those three guys, Gulak, Drew Gulak, Humberto Carrillo, and Lince Dorado. Who you got winning? I got uh, the submission specialist, Drew Gulak. Uh, yeah, just just on his pedigree alone because I just know how you get down. Okay. And, you know, Lince Dorado being from the uh, – it was a Lucha party, Lucha, yeah, house, Lucha party. house party. Yep. Yeah, and but you know, uh, Humberito, 
How you say it? Um, Humberto. Humberto. Humberto Cal- yeah, I said burrito. My fault. Oh, man. No, <laughs> no. no. I don't want to mess up that name. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> Let's not start that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Humberto. But he, he can be the wild card, though. You know? Mm-hmm. We'll see. But I still got Drew Gulak, though. But Umberto, though, I got I got him as a wild card. Okay. Yeah, I, I like that. I like that to see the the young guy maybe shock the world and, and become Cruiserweight Champion on, at the pay-per-view. You know, I think that could be interesting for the fans there that show up early and catch that match. Yeah. Um, I, I would agree with you, though. I think Drew Gulak would be the person that I would see retaining. Um, neither one of these guys seem to be at his level of... Um, I guess you'd say just like charisma and stature and yeah. prestige. Like Drew Gulak stands out for sure. Um, and I think moving them to NXT, I think that's a perfect guy to hold that belt uh, when they when they join that roster um, to, to kind of head up the, the cruiserweight division there, you know, in this move. And especially if they are going to, well, they'll have these show, the, these matches on, on television, on live television too, because we're talking, the split is still going to, is going to be there in the beginning only. Um, where the first hour is going to be on USA, and then the next hour will be on on uh, the WWE Network. So um, you know, I'm just thinking out loud that if they're they're you know doing this, they're joining these two brands together, mm-hmm. and you know, if you want like a casual audience to be able to stick around, like who would be the person that t- to start off as Cruiserweight Champion while this they they go live? And I think Drew Gulak makes a whole lot of sense over the other two guys. Um, for that, but you know, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not mad at the Umberto Carrillo call, you know, as a as a wild card because you know, young face, good looking guy, you know, very athletic. Um, you know, maybe they they're thinking, hey, let's appeal to you know the the younger audience, or let's, I don't know, there there might be some other thoughts there, just like having someone new, like a fresh face in for that belt. Um, that wouldn't be bad either. Um, really, you can make a case for any of them, like Lindsay Dorado as well, like having. You know, some one of these masked uh, superstars being the cruiserweight champion. You know, it, it wouldn't be a bad idea either to give him a shot. A yeah, for NXT. Too. Now you think about yeah. it, this is going back under that umbrella. Right, right. So any of these guys, I mean, this will be an interesting matchup to watch. I'll definitely tune in to pre-show to check this out. But I, I would say if I'm picking it, if I'm doing the booking, you know, for it, I think Drew Gulak would be the one. I'd have him retain. You know, continue to build him up, send him to NXT as a strong cruiserweight champion. And, yeah, just that'll be the first guy to be uh, Cruiserweight Champion when they go live. So that's what the way I would go, to. Okay, cool, man. Uh, you know, hey, in Gulak, we believe. <laughs> exactly, exactly. All right, the next matchup I have on my list here is the United States Championship matchup, which kind of got put together a little bit late. Um, so AJ but better Styles, late than never, though, I'll tell you better, that. Yeah, because I, I wasn't – at first, I thought it was going to be Braun against AJ Styles – uh, by the way, it started uh, their buildup where Braun had fought him for the United States Championship on Raw. Right. And, you know, you had the OC kind of get involved and cost Braun the championship. So it, it kind of started like it was it was going to be maybe Braun trying to capture all the belts. Uh, but the U.S. Championship, the Tag Team Championships, and the Universal Championship. Um, but they just slowly kind of didn't talk about that anymore. And Cedric got jumped uh, inexplic- inexplicably by the OC during the mm-hmm. King of the Ring tournament cost it well, well basically he went in there at less than 100% into his matchup against uh, Baron Corbin I think it was lost that match and then he was supposed to have a one-on-one matchup with AJ Styles which I forget did that ma- that match didn't finish I think he also it got interrupted as well by the OC OC on Raw. that's right yep. yeah and then in the main event 
um, when they had that big uh, uh, 10-man tag team matchup. Cedric got the pin on AJ Styles to close the show. So, yeah, so then... Yeah, he sold that real good, AJ oh, Styles. Yeah. By the way, the uh, lumbar check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's. I was wondering about that too, like because every time Cedric hits that move, the person that he hits with always pops up. Like, and they get pretty good air. Yeah, I'm like, is AJ gonna gonna sell that like that? Because usually it's against <laughs> other cruiserweights, you know. So this would be the first like superstar. That he's done that to. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, man, he sold it. He sold it real well. I was yeah. like, okay, all right. Yeah, you know. Even got a pop from the crowd. That was like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> it looked good, you know. Yeah. And, and and also, you know, props to Cedric because these last couple of weeks, you know, he's been looking like, you know, he has potential to become a real superstar. I think the one thing missing is just hearing him on the mic. You know, the in-ring, he's got it. Like, there's no question about yep. it. He can, he can go. Yeah. But, it's funny that you said it because it's actually a, a brainchild of Paul Heyman. He's been really pushing that, uh, Cedric Re- Alexander. Yeah, okay. I have recently read that. Nice, nice. Well, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad Paul Heyman's behind him because he definitely has the ability. And having him in there with AJ Styles, you know, that's a great rub to have to where, yeah. you know, just going against a guy of that caliber, it'll just make him just be give, – give him a prestigious matchup to put on on his belt. Um, and, yeah, I just I, – I love I love the, the pairing of the two. And that's a great – um, I guess person for Cedric to look at is like this could be my future if I do everything the right way. You know, it was like a guy like AJ Styles, similar stature, similar ability in the ring. Like you know, he's almost like a young AJ Styles in a sense. Yeah, you know, man. with just the wrestling style that he has, the way they so, move, very similar. Yeah, yeah, very, very. So you know, I, I really love this matchup, and it's just a brilliant move to put them against each other. Um, so yeah, as a as a prediction, yeah, who you um, got? Man, this is interesting. Um, I'm going to go with AJ Styles. Um, I think that Cedric makes a lot of sense. It's close. It's real close. But, you know, the 50-50 booking, we talk about it. Like, Cedric's been looking real strong. And, you know, he got the pin. Yeah, he got the pin on Raw. Like, I just, it's hard for me to say he's going to beat AJ again. And the OC actually has been kind of not looking so strong. I mean, Stone Cold Mm -hmm. stunned. By the way, Stone Cold was at MSG on Raw, yeah. um, which was really cool to see. It was. And yeah, it they was. had them. Two of my movement. favorite wrestlers in the ring, by the way. Like, oh, man. Yeah. You, know, you can imagine how my mind was just being blown right now. Because you got my <laughs> favorite all-time wrestler, Stone Cold, and my favorite active wrestler, AJ Styles. Like, ugh. That was a dream scenario, man. Like, seeing the two of them, uh, even just the conversation, you know, from the ramp. Um, AJ Styles is mocking Stone Cold. You know, he did an impression <laughs> of him, basically. Uh, it was did. actually pretty good. Yeah, you he's know, good at doing them because if you yeah. watch Ride Along, man, him and uh, Carlo, uh, not Carlos, but Carl Anderson, yeah, uh, Basic and Gallows, man, they both do a good impression of Stone Cold. <laughs> I have to check that out, man, because it was good. It was good hearing him. Mean, even Stone Cold, man, he was smiling and kind of like enjoying it a little bit, yep. you know, and so they just, yeah, so that was good. And, uh, yeah, I was like, man, we probably will never see a match between these two. But just this right here, this interaction, was, was real cool. It's kind of like when uh, The Rock and Randy Orton had a face-off uh, uh, in, the, in the ring. Which, for me, so yours is Stone Cold and AJ. Mine is The Rock is all-time my favorite. And then Randy Orton, Randy Orton. is my favorate post-Attitude-era yeah. you know, wrestler. Yeah. 
And yeah, that I went back and watched that recently, and I was oh, like, man, man, this is this is classic. <laughs> Just him ripping on him, and yeah. Randy is still kind of like he's still kind of getting there. He wasn't completely in his prime like he is now, but no. you could see it. You could see Rock like the glimmers of it. Oh man, yeah, Rock tore him up, but in a good way. In a good way, getting on his his father and how yeah. his father used to beat up his father. You talking about like, his mama going smack that yo mama? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Oh, I remember that, man. Yes, yes. For anyone who has it, just YouTube it. It's yes, on YouTube. Check yes. it out or on the WWE Network. You'll have a good work laugh for sure. Yes. Um, but yeah, back to this matchup with AJ Styles and Cedric. Um, I pick, I got AJ. Who you got? Is that even a question? You, man, I feel I, like. I got to ask the question. I got to oh, be okay. respectful okay. to Cedric. Yeah, you know. yeah. Okay. But you know. <laughs> you know. know. We, we were just talking the about. The just need to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> They should know already, man. But of course. I'm going with AJ Styles, man. It wasn't even a, it wasn't even close a finish for me. Even if it was like the other way around, like if AJ Styles beat him, I still would have went with AJ Styles. You know, if, if he if he was beat him on Raw, uh, AJ Styles beat Cedric Alexander, I still would have beat him. Not beat, I still would have chose him. Chose him yeah. for uh, Clash of Champions, man. So that's not even a question. And just to backtrack too and talk about that moment again. With Stone Cold and AJ Styles, it was just great. Like when he got in the ring, and he was standing like on the outside of the ropes, on top, on top of the ring, and then you know how he was just conversating, not even conversating, yelling at and mocking Stone Cold. And Stone Cold was like, like I don't know what you' trying to say, but uh, I know where this is going though. You know, move the table out the way, and I love AJ Styles. Yeah, like, like, what you doing right there? You know? <laughs> like, moving the table, like moving the table, setting it up to the side, put it in the corner, right, man? You know, and then yeah, you know, and what Brian and and Seth they attached from getting the ring, and he just and he sets AJ. I, I knew it was coming too. He set AJ Styles up for the perfect stunner. He's so yep. nice. It was just like I, I saw like a flashback because. This is the original Stone he Stone Cold Stunner when he stuns you, flicks you off, which is he did. It wasn't bleep that wasn't off. censored. He yep. flicked him off for real, hit him in his gut, gave him a stunner, then got on the floor shaking his head, yeah. talking all that in his ear, man. Yeah. Like just old Stone Cold right there. I was getting hyped. I was I was just standing up, clapping bravo, all this, mm-hmm. man. Cause I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Like, yep. man, yeah. But my prediction, like I said, I am going with AJ Styles, man. I'm pretty sure it's going to be matching the night how I talked about earlier. Yeah. Uh, about, you know, about AJ Styles and Cedric, man. Like, they are, they both have, like, the similar attributes. And I, and I think they, and it, it showed they got some good chemistry, man. And that match, I want to say, it, it, it kind of just stayed in first gear, which was fine on Monday Night Raw. I, yeah. I believe that it just needed to stay in first gear. And I'm glad the OC interrupted. So that was perfect. So man, I, I'm I'm believe they're gonna give us like a good maybe if they're gonna most likely you think they're gonna open up the show? Yeah, I think so. Okay, I mean here's the thing. So show openers, it has the energy that you would usually see a, a show opener have for them. Um, uh, you know, two athletic guys. You know, who the pacing will be fast. The yeah. crowd will be hot. You know, so it just makes a lot of sense. Um, usually. I would look for the faces to win that opening matchup, 
But in this situation, AJ Styles is just so over yes. that it really won't matter from that exactly. standpoint. Yep. So, yeah, I think that definitely this this would be, if again, if I'm booking it, yeah. AJ Styles, Cedric, open it up. Have him have a great matchup. Uh, let him go for a while. Let, it, yeah. let that match breathe. 15, um, 17 minutes. Yeah. And then I would love it if they gave AJ just a clean win, you know, where oh, Cedric yeah, I think still he looks would. good. I think yeah. he would. Because, I mean, there's always the, the threat of, you know, they could have the OC kind of get involved a little yeah. bit. Which they teased before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe they do that. But I'm I'm hoping for just a straight-up matchup. Maybe even AJ Styles sends them away. Like, hey, guys, I got this. You guys go to the back. And then yeah. AJ cleanly beats Cedric. Just yep. to be like, yo, you know, you're good and all. You got a bright, bright future. But I'm AJ Styles. I'm the best. I'm phenomenal. Yeah. Exactly. I'm like, you're not phenomenal. I am. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, okay, we're in agreement there. Awesome, yeah. awesome. All right, I'm, let's I'm glad we're in agreement right there. You, I was kind of nervous. I'm like, I hope he doesn't pick <laughs> against AJ Styles. That's what I'm saying in my head. But you chose wisely, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, it's AJ Styles. I can't. I can't. Not in this situation. Look, Cedric's time is coming, but in this one, no, it wouldn't It wouldn't mm-hmm. feel completely right. I wouldn't be completely, completely mad at it if it happened, but I, I, I have a hard time believing that, you know, Cedric beating AJ Styles is something that would happen now at this point in his career. It just doesn't seem like it would happen. Yeah, it doesn't seem feasible right now. Yeah, no, no. All right, so the next matchup, Shinsuke Nakamura versus The Miz for the Intercontinental Championship. Um, so this match, honestly, my interest in it has gone down a little bit. I'm not really that interested in Ooh, this explain match. Explain why. Well, I think it's The Miz. I feel like the Miz just isn't as good as what he was. Like he's cooled off a lot, mm-hmm. and the whole Sami Zayn Shinsuke thing has been great. But they really didn't play off of that this week. You know, it really it was more. So Undertaker showed up on SmackDown, uh-huh. and yep. you know he was talking to the crowd about being an MSG and just how it's hollowed grounds, and you know giving giving everybody just a a great promo overall about his history at MSG and all the people that you know he's taking a piece of their souls every with every legend that he's faced at MSG, and then uh, you know he's talking about the future a little bit. You know we're gonna you know open up the doors for the for the next uh, er, the new era of wrestlers, and sure enough, Sami Zayn shows up. And Sami Zayn, you know, was like, hey, you're great. I respect you, but, you know, it's time to go. So why don't you just, you know, leave it to me. It's in good hands with me, Sami Zayn. You know, leave it to, to me. And why don't you just, just just go ahead and leave the ring and, again, leave it to me. And Undertaker actually was walking out, you know, and he was he foot on, on the ropes, put his foot over the ropes. He went under the ropes. He's about to leave, and Sami Zayn is just geeked. Just like, oh my God, he's yep. leaving. He's actually leaving. Look at, oh my God, I, His like back he tricked the Undertaker over, like he around. got one over on the Undertaker. Yep. But Undertaker looks back and he's like, oh no, this dude is laughing away. You know, and he got back in the ring. Sami Zayn turns around, sees the Undertaker, sees him kind of mocking him or whatever, and he's just like, no. And then he choke slams him. So you know, it was a great moment overall. It was a fun moment, yeah. you know, seeing Sami and him there. But I, I actually was thinking Sami was going to call out Shinsuke and have Shinsuke and Undertaker have this moment since he's trying to help Shinsuke being a spokesperson and they're trying to make Shinsuke look stronger. So I thought, man, what a moment that would have been if they would have had Shinsuke and Undertaker like face to face, you know, just to do that. <laughs> I feel like it was a missed opportunity and it yeah. kind of felt let down by that. Yeah. The fact that Shinsuke wasn't there and Sammy was making it about him versus about Shinsuke. I'm like, eh, what's going on here? Yeah. Yeah, I think 
Sammy still pulled it off, though. Still pulled it off. I still enjoyed his promo against the Undertaker. Yeah. As as is like okay, let's say the Shinsuke Nakamura uh, Sammy Zayn partnership was not happening, right? Yeah, I would. I feel like I would have enjoyed it more, but I was anticipating seeing Shinsuke come out since Sammy and him are you know a team right now. So it it just felt like because I'm anticipating that, I felt let down that Shinsuke wasn't there. But on its own, yeah, it was entertaining for sure. For sure, but to my point about like not being being as excited about this, it just felt like SmackDown didn't really do much to get me like more interested in, in their matchup. Because what Miz ended up having a match. Uh, who did he go he against, against? Andrade. Uh, yeah, Andrade, man. Yeah, yeah. Went against Andrade, which I mean, that's a whole other thing. Like yeah, Miz beating Andrade kind of pissed me off a little bit too. To be, I honest. knew that was going to happen though, but yeah. I didn't know it was going to happen clean. Yeah. That that's right. what, that was surprising yeah. there. Yeah, I thought maybe you know uh, Shinsuke would have gotten away, or maybe it just wouldn't been like a disqualification, man. Because Shinsuke's right. going to interrupt; like it just wouldn't be a complete win, clean win by the Miz. Yeah, it, that it just that didn't feel right. Because even watching it, it, I felt like I don't know, like like in uh, in video games or whatever, when you feel like a character's just like depowered for a certain situation or whatever, you know, like I feel like they just had to depower or dumb down Andrade to make the match make sense between him and Miz. I'm sorry, yeah. like as much as I like have seen the growth of the Miz, like him and Andrade is just they're on two different levels when it comes to wrestling. And I feel like it would take more than what Miz did in order to beat Andrade. Like some of it just seems silly at a certain point too. Like um, yeah. Miz had gotten out of the way of an Andrade move, and Andrade flipped out of the ring and fell to the ground. And you I'm know what like, it is though? It's just face Miz is weaker, heel Miz is stronger yeah. because he yeah. uses heel tactics. He uses mind to win. Yes, yes. And yes. here he just, you know, he's just a wrestler, a face wrestler, which right. it doesn't work for the Miz. It doesn't work. No. You know, I'm just going to say it, man. I thought maybe he could pull it off with the whole Shane McMahon, like have that kind of bounce off. Maybe have heel Shane and maybe he could work with that. But no, man, like it's it's not working here yeah. against Shinsuke. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. I mean, you're putting words to what I'm thinking basically is, yeah, face, face Miz has really lost a lot of steam. He's cooled off. He's not as good. He's not as interesting. Like, I think if you want to make Face Miz work, I think he still needs to do heel tactics, yeah, honestly. Because exactly. Have an got, edge. Yeah, exactly. Or even, um, you know, Eddie Guerrero back in the day, you know, used to still lie, cheat, and steal as a face. Yep, you know what I'm exactly. saying? <laughs> People just started to love him, and so he just kept doing what he was doing before. Yeah. So, yeah. It never Miz changed. Just, exactly. Yeah. So, they, they should go back to either turn Miz heel again. Or have Miz just go back to his old tactics and like use his mind and brain to outthink you know these wrestlers and and be able to you know be willing to break the rules in order to get a win because that is more fun to watch with the Miz versus what he's trying to do here because we know he's not on the same levels on Drade. Oh no, and that's that's the, the same, issue. Yeah, but right. if he was heel, Miz, I can I can I could buy, buy it because he yeah, would win too. by heel tactics. Same, same, and the same here with Shinsuke. Like with this, I feel like he has he should have no chance. Just no chance to be Shinsuke. Floor off the Miz, man. (laughs) And with Sami Zayn in this corner, come on, man. Yes, no chance. Like he's done. Right. Like he's done. So if he if he wins it, I'm just gonna be upset. So that's why I'm like, I just feel like it would make no sense to me. None. Right. Why the King of Strong Style losing to the face 
Miz. Yeah, face Miz? Goody Two Shoes Miz? <laughs> no, man. No. And Sami Zayn in, in Shinsuke's corner. Oh, uh-uh, man. No. Yeah. This isn't happening. Yeah. So, you know where my prediction is going now. Oh, Shinsuke yeah, Nakamura is going to win this. You know, by any means necessary, yeah. he is going to win this match. He's going to retain. I, I'm assuming you're agreeing the same. Exactly, thing. man. Cool. I'm going with Nakamura as well. Just, just based on you know his accolades, man. I cannot buy this yeah. at all. The face Miz going. We just broke it down the reasons why. Yep. So I'm not going to go going more in depth. That doesn't make sense. I'm just going to go with the pick, and we yep. can just move this along. Perfect. All right. <laughs> and onward we go. So, yeah. SmackDown Tag Team Championship matchup. We've got the New Day, Big E, and Xavier Woods versus The Revival. Yeah. All right. So this is interesting uh-huh. because of the storyline <laughs> yeah, that man. The Revival have Woo. with Randy Orton, you know, and this, this, this faction, you know, yes. that they've kind of built up, which is not officially, but it, it kind of is almost there. It's it, basically it, hey, man. done. Yeah, yeah, right. They're posing together now. It's, they're yeah. making a regular thing. Right. So, yeah, gosh. In this situation, I mean, I, it, it's what I want versus what I think is probably going to happen. And what I want to happen is I want the Revival to win this matchup. Mm-hmm. I, I just I want mm-hmm. this story to continue. So, selfishly, I just want to pick the Revival. And actually, I am going to pick the Revival yeah, to win this it. match. Say it out loud. I, I, I'm, say I'm picking it. Chest. I'm picking the revival to win this matchup, to beat the New Day and claim the championships. Now, <laughs> I I guess I have a fear that the WWE is not going to see what we're seeing, and they're going to end the storyline here at Clash of Champions. That's my fear oh, that man. you know all all of them, Kofi, you know, and and the New Day, they may decide. And I'm still kind of as we're talking right now, going through my head, which which way I'm going to go with that main event. I still haven't decided that yet. Really? So my yeah, I still, I still haven't oh, decided. Oh man, I can't, so my wait. Fear, I can't wait. to talk about that. Okay. Yeah, because okay. again, I, I selfishly, I just want the storyline to continue, and I would hope that the WWE is seeing what we're seeing that they wanted to continue too. And the most logical way to do that is to have the New Day lose all their belts basically it tonight, is. or not tonight at uh, Clash Champions. Um, so yeah, I'm picking the revival just on mm. the account of let's let's keep the story going. It, it's it's what's best for business <laughs> to steal a line from the WWE. Yes, you know, so that that's where I'm going. I'm going the revival. Man, you know what? I'm shocked because I don't know if we ever went like four for four picking straight picks together, <laughs> and this is a this is definitely our fourth pick picking together because I'm yeah. going with the revival because I want to see them. I just want to see a clean sweep all around. Yeah, I yeah. do. I, that's what Same. I want. Just because yep. based off this story, it's been so good. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Just the ro- revival just, man, just going to town on New Day in order. Yep. But we'll go more yep. in depth on, on that one. But focus on revival. I definitely got revival going over. Uh, they're just a strong tag team. And this is yep. probably going to be a, another good tag match right here. Just uh, Xavier and Big E. But they, they need to lose, though. They need to yeah. lose. Because I think them chasing the titles will be better because I feel they lost some momentum. So yeah, them chasing that title, sometimes it just works better for a face to chase sometimes and yeah. he'll keep it. And it just works like that. So let's get back to square one with that formula and I think it could work. I like it. I like it. All right. Well, let's keep moving on, man, because I agree with everything you just said. So let's, oh, man. let's keep going to the uh, WWE. sink or something. I don't know what's <laughs> going on, bro. Hey, so far so good. We'll see. Maybe there'll yeah, be yeah. one that comes up later right, on, right. but um, well, we're, yeah, like you said, four for four, man. Let's see if it continues with this one. 
So the WWE Women's Tag Team Championship matchup. We've got Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross versus Fire and Desire, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. Uh, why don't you start this one off? Uh, tell us what you think about this matchup and who you think is going to win. All right, man. I really want Fire and Desire to go over, but I don't know. I don't see that happening. Well, you know what? Maybe. Maybe. If we, look, if we, if we break it down and we talk about WWE math and logic. Yeah. So on SmackDown, Alexa Bliss went. Was it Alexa Bliss or was it Nikki Cross? It was Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross, yeah, yeah. Nikki Cross yeah. and Mandy Rose. I'm sorry, Nikki Cross. So Nikki Cross won. They got they got over. Yeah. So I don't know if that means now Fire and Desire. Do they go over? Because they just look good as a, as a as a tag team. They Mandy do. Rose. They do. Man, she she wants all the smoke. Man, you can tell. <laughs> I'm just gonna say it, man. You can yep. tell from Mandy Rose. She has it, bro. She definitely has it. Her wrestling has gotten better. She got this awesome knee finisher. And yep. then you got Sonya Deville, man. Just very underrated, man. The but, most underrated woman uh, on the, on the bro. in the company, basically. Yes, yep. yes. And and them, they just have some awesome dynamic chemistry, man. And you cannot pass this up. And their name alone, their tag team name is, is awesome. Fire and Desire. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It, Love it. it, just, Love it. Man. <laughs> it is perfect. So, I got Fire and Desire. Going over Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss. Five for five, man. I'm going Whoa. Fire and Desire. I am 100%. 100%. And it really is because that's what I want to see. I'm going with what I want to see happen. Yeah. I mean, I could see them saying, hey, you know, Alexa Bliss, Nikki Cross, we want to continue to build them up. And it's Alexa Bliss, really, that makes me kind of question the pick a little bit because I know they love Alexa Bliss. But. I feel like they also, too, specifically Mandy, like Mandy feels like, you know, that next like Trish Stratus type. So I'm sure they yes. want to build her up, too. So that kind of, you know, I could see it going that the fire and desire way as well to help build her up and to finally give Sonya Deville some respect by putting a belt on her waist, too. Um, so I, here's the thing. I think maybe the more interesting decision that we would have to make here is if if we're right, does this start the Nikki versus Alexa feud. I, I would think so. That's what you need to progress to. I think that's where it naturally goes. So if I could see this I could see this uh story already. So if they lose, they probably just go on this losing streak and they'll have some chemistry issues. And yeah, maybe there'll be a turn and Nikki will turn on Alexa. Yeah. Yeah, I, and I agree that that would be the more interesting way to do the stories for yeah. Nikki Cross to turn on Alexa versus it's always been Alexa Bliss kind of betraying her best friend, quote unquote. So for it to be Nikki Cross, I think that would be good having a heel Nikki versus a face Alexa. They definitely want Alexa to be face now, which I think can work. You know, I think Alexa definitely she's charismatic. Yeah. Um, you know, it would be a nice change for her because really since NXT. She's been a heel, so it would be interesting to see. A fa- I mean, she's kind of gone in between. She's been tweener, uh, a tweener every once in a while here, too. Uh, but, yeah, I think it would be maybe not right then and there on the spot when they lose if it happens at Clash of Champions for Nikki to turn on her. But, you know, in the coming weeks, like you said, you know, to slowly build it up with, yeah. you know, losses. Slow burn there. Yeah, I think take your time with it. And, you know, Hell in a Cell is the next pay-per-view, right? Uh, yeah, that is. Yeah. So, you know, maybe by Hell in a Cell, maybe they have a rematch, they lose that, and then the, the turn happens. So, you know, I, I could see that. But, yeah, uh, Fire and Desire, I just think it's it's time. Like, that's the team that I think I said it last I week. 
where when Sasha and Bailey were tag team champions, you know, they were the team that I was kind of spotting as, you know, I, I would love to see them be the ones to beat Bailey and Sasha, but it yeah. didn't happen that way. Um, so now they're getting another shot at them. And yeah, they they just they're such a they look great as a tag they team. Do, man. They're they have high a low great, finisher. Yeah, I was about to say that, man. They have a great looking finisher together yeah. as well. It's just it's everything's coming together for them mm-hmm. right now. So I, I I'm I'm going with them. I'm going with them for sure. All right. So yeah, five for five. All right, let's see if we make it six for six here oh, with man. the raw tag team championship matchup. Uh we got Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman defending against Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. Which did they so there was a tag team name that they that they said. What was it? It was like the the vultures or the buzzards or something what? like that. I must have missed that. It was something random, and I think it was Michael Cole that said it, and then Corey Graves was just like, uh, "Well, at least it's better than the something else." He said something random, and I didn't even <laughs> bother to go back. I'm like, "This is so dumb. I'm not gonna repeat." They need to say this again if they're really going to have this be their team. Wow. I'm not going to go and try to research this and figure out if this is real or not. But, yeah, yeah he just I didn't know if you had caught that or not. But they threw that out there, and I was like, wait a minute. Wow. What? Yeah, no. I definitely must have missed it because, yeah, I, I think I would have remembered a tag team. if it was Something just, silly like yeah. that. Or maybe I, I caught something different. I don't know. Maybe I'm mixing it up. But I swear that Michael Cole had brought up a tag team like like. In the back, you know, they're calling themselves this. And I was like, what? And even Corey Graves was like, um, okay. And just kind of moved past it. Right. So, like, all right, you know, let, thank goodness they're, you know, maybe this is dying out right here live in front of us all. Like, they just said, you know what, Corey, don't even acknowledge it. We're going to change that immediately because hearing Michael Cole say it, it was so dumb. We're just going to end it right now here in the spot. Um, so, yeah, that is probably dead already, whatever it was. And, yeah, now we got this tag team matchup with this. Two teams who aren't really tag teams. You're just kind of thrown together uh, for this kind of spectacle situation with Braun and Seth being tag team champions. And they're going to fight each other for the Universal Championship later on in the night. Yeah. So, as far as predictions go, I guess I'll take this one. Um, oh, man. I think that there's going to be an issue between Braun and Seth in this matchup, even though they're saying, hey, I'm not going to betray you, and I'm not going to betray you, and (laughs) I want to stay the champion. I don't think that's going to follow through. I think something's going to get messed up in there, and that they're they're going to, one of them is going to end up incidentally costing the other one the match, so that going into the Universal main event, there's more animosity between the two of them. We get a straight-up fight in that main event. So I got Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler winning that matchup and becoming the new Raw Tag Team Champions. Well, I swear I'm not doing this on purpose, but, yeah, it looked like it's six for six. I <laughs> I definitely agree just because on, on that uh, format right there, I think, because they already showed some uh, dissension what, on Monday yep. uh, when I guess – Braun was going for the pin after he did his power slam finisher. And, you know, and Seth, you know, being smart in the ring, staying by his side, just kind of blocking, making sure nobody was coming in. And uh, was it Rude that pushed him in or was it Ziggler? I don't remember. Well, I don't know, but he got pushed into Braun and Braun was like, what are you doing? I had him. And he was like, I was trying to guard them. And, you know, I guess it was just a little dissension right there. So. You know, they tease it a little bit, so I think that's what's going to happen. It's going to progress into their tag team match, and yeah, Rude and Ziggler are going over. Yeah, it just makes sense, you know, yep. in this situation. Like, they, they're not going to keep Braun and Seth as no, tag team not. champions for the long term. This was literally just made for that for this pay-per-view 
just to give it another spectacle type thing to have happen. Like, oh, it's never happened before that tag team champions <laughs> right. have fought for the Universal Championship. Oh, man. You know, they so, are which, really driving that home right there. Yeah, <laughs> which I feel like it's kind of wasted on this because yeah. maybe if they were an actual tag team that had been tagging up forever and then they're facing each other, like a Jeff Hardy versus Matt Hardy, right? Like, those two, uh, they've yeah. been t- uh, tag team for years. So to yeah. have them be tag team champions and facing each other, yeah, that would mean something. But in this situation, it's like, no, I, it's, you know, it's manufactured. Guys tag teams for, what, three weeks? Yeah, three, exactly. Weeks? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not buying this. So, yeah. all right. But, yep, all right, we're still in agreement. Uh, let's see what this next matchup. SmackDown Women's Championship match. Bailey versus Charlotte. Fl- no, I'm sorry. The Queen of All Eras. Charlotte. There Flair. you Let's go. Put some respect there, on her Yeah. Name. Put some respect um, on my name. <laughs> <laughs> hey, she's earned it. She's earned it. Most so, definitely. yeah, why don't you take this one, man? Who do you got? What, what do you think of how it's been built up, and who do you got winning? So, first of all, I want to talk about Bailey's heel turn. What do you think they're trying to go for? Because are they trying to say, like, you know, either you die a hero or live long enough to see See, see yourself become mm, the villain. Is the Harvey that Dent. exactly yeah, is that the yeah. story they're trying to tell? Because she is going hard on like, believe me, I'm trying to be a role model and show, like she's trying to you know sound sincere, but still being like I don't know, arrogant about it somewhat. I I'm not going to give them that much credit. To be honest <laughs> with you, I'm really oh, not. Man. I put too much thought into it. Yeah, I mean, I like what you're saying, and I wish that they they that was the plan, and that's what they're trying to do. But yeah. this is just coming off kind of silly, to be honest with you. Like, I, I just seeing Bailey trying to still be a face when people are. I mean, clearly she's she's you know a heel now. You know, it just doesn't work. It's just weird. Yeah. You know, and she was on the ramp. She's like, you know, with the inflatables, you know, like, oh, you know, I'm doing this for you. I'm doing this for you. And then she did the whole thing and she's trying to still appeal to the crowd. And I'm like, this is going to be awkward for a while until they finally decide to either fully turn her heel or if they just, you know, just jettison this whole storyline and legit try to have keep her as a face. You know, because I, I, I'm thinking... Maybe somebody back there is is not believing that Bailey can truly pull off being a traditional heel, Ooh. and so they're trying to pull off this like in between thing where be like she a tweener. Yeah, like she doesn't really change. She's she is truly just doing this for loyalty because that's her friend. And with it not working, probably what they'll end up doing is having Sasha betray Bailey at a certain point. And then putting Sasha on her own as being a heel versus her friend. Because mm. I, I really, to me, so far, you know, it just seems like a bust. Like, yeah. the, the Bailey heel turn is just goofy. It's weird. It She's not pulling it off. And, you know, it, it just needs to end. Like, I, I, I wanted to see a Bailey heel turn just to see something different from her because I thought her character got stale. And the crowd wasn't buying into her anymore. You could just see it. It just felt yeah. like something needed to happen. But they're trying it. At least they tried it, and that first promo that she tried to cut after you know turning on Becky Lynch the way she did was terrible. And we both talked about it how Charlotte you know coming out was kind of like thank you Charlotte, thank God Charlotte came out to save that segment. Yeah, yeah. you know, and this week it was almost like it, it was almost like it didn't happen, just barely. Like if you had missed the last couple of weeks of Raw, you'd be like, is 
what's going on with Bailey? Like she's she's just doing her normal thing. Yet I can tell the crowd is is a little bit like not on her side anymore. Yeah. Like I can tell something happened, but Bailey's still acting the same. And so I, I would just be confused. Um, yeah, it's just weird. It's just weird. So I think long story short that Bailey eventually, I think she's just going to turn back to being a true face, really. Hmm. And having, you know, Sasha maybe betray her just to say, hey, your loyalty. She stayed loyal the whole time, but Sasha's not as loyal to her as she is to Sasha. I think that's probably oh, going to end up being what happens. I almost want to disagree with you on that, but what yeah. you say makes sense as well because they can go that route. Right. I think they can go one of two ways. The way I'm, I was predicting, maybe thinking that maybe they're going that Harvey Two Face role. Yeah, but they can clearly go your way too, man. You know, because yeah. yeah, do you think they're gonna go like that slow burn approach and just like come off like a sincere face, but slowly becoming a heel or villain, whatever or whatnot? But yeah, man. I mean, I, look, maybe. You know, maybe they they try it a little bit longer, and maybe because the prediction is is tough for this matchup. Thinking about it, and thinking about this turn, and how they would make all of this work. Yeah. Um, I guess just to finish up with with the Bailey thing, let's say, gosh, man, this is really hard because also too just to, just for full disclosure, I'm actually a big Bailey fan. You know, when she was in NXT, man, I was I, like, yeah. she has such a great story. You know, her reading that letter of, when she was like, you know, wanting to be a wrestler yes. and just like her living her dream and being a fan just like us. Like all of that is real. And Bailey's like her joy in the ring is so genuine. So I think that there's just been such a great quality to, to Bailey, you know, it, it, when she was in NXT at least. Mm. And then when she came to the ring roster too, like you could tell it was like a person, a fan living her dream. And she made it, you know, and it was an awesome story. And then at some point, it just kind of, like, maybe it was because that's all it was and eventually it just kind of got old. I don't know what it was that with the fans, at least, you know, it just died down. And no, it's just the way they booked her, man. It was the way I they mean, booked her. We can say that, too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But she, she was at WrestleMania and, you know, won at WrestleMania. She beat Charlotte, actually, at WrestleMania, if, I'm, if I'm not mistaken. You know, so... I do think they actually did a decent job with her, you know, when she first came up from from NXT. But yeah, just I guess the booking post that, you know, just wasn't as great. Um, I don't know. So again, with Bailey, I am a fan, but I just think like right now, um, this this whole heel thing is not quite working. But if they if they feel like they want to keep this going, um, you know, I think you have to have her win. To be honest with you. Um, if she loses, I, I don't know. I, this is what I'm torn. Now, even talking about it in this, because I came in with a, <laughs> with a, with a thought of what I thought was going to happen. Well, you, but you, now talking to you, I'm yeah. like, oh, man, I, I I don't know. I'm kind of torn now on, on which way I would predict this, this well, match to go. If she to if she, if she was to lose, do you think she could still turn, though? Be like a completely healed, just, all right, she lost. Now she's just pissed. And she's going to go to town, probably get a chair. Yeah, that works too, actually. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, Gosh. I know. I know, man. <laughs> well, okay. So, so why don't you, what, what's your prediction? Which way do you think this match goes? Because uh, I'm, I'm torn. So, how I was breaking this down, I would, th- I would have thought like, all right, Charlotte, I think she's going to stay on SmackDown. And I'm looking at this from a business standpoint too, man. She is queen of all eras. Uh, 
she gotta go over. You know what I'm saying? Take that belt to SmackDown. It's about to be the A show because they're doing some huge rebranding, making some announcement cha- changes. By the way, uh, I don't know if you even heard about the announcement changes. No. Yeah. So, real quick. So possibly, not possibly. Corey Graves and Michael Carter are gonna go to SmackDown. It's gonna be become a two man team now. Oh wow! Yeah, and then possibly Big Joseph might lead be a lead anchor on. Monday Night Raw, we'll see. <laughs> so that was almost a tryout when he did it yeah. uh, uh, on Raw the other a couple weeks ago. Yep. Wow. Okay. Okay. That works. Well, she that did works. pretty good. So he did. He was uh, Michael Cole must have been real nervous about his job. I think we said that. <laughs> yeah, that, that day. you said that. Yeah, because there you were say times. That. Yeah, Vic Joseph was doing lines that Michael Cole usually does, and he was sounding great. And Michael Cole was just quiet. I'm like, oh man, he must be like, oh, this dude's gonna take my job. <laughs> he sounds better than me. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah so, man. Wow. Okay, so you have Charlotte going over in this yep, matchup. I do. All right. Yeah, I was I was getting ready to pick Charlotte when before we first started. That's as we're talking about it again. I was like, man, I don't know because it really depends on what they want to do with Bailey. Like, I'm really. Torn on which what they're gonna do because again, my thought is because I don't think this is working. I feel like they may just turn her face and just say, you know what, let's not do this because Bailey's a heel doesn't quite work right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, maybe they say, hey, well, let's let's keep this going. But to your point, if she loses, then she could still be heel because she's pissed and now that just pushes her over the top or over the deep you know over the deep end yeah um to be to be you know man yeah no you I, know I, for I, some reason i'm having an image of like bailey retaining somehow some way with it i think they're going to try this heel thing for a little bit longer and maybe her keeping the belt as the way to keep the belt. Yeah, that somehow she retains this title, and maybe through heel tactics retains this title because Charlotte beat her on Raw. Also, she pinned her. Well, that's true. That's true. You know, but Amber I think, brought that up. But I said, think Yo. she is one of the females that is that the exception to the rule, like Brock Lesnar, because mm. you know how Vince Charlotte man, treats Charlotte's her. the exception. Yeah, 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 yeah. Charlotte is the exception to that rule, man. So I think that's why and she's going for her 10th ring you know Smackdown bringing in the new Smackdown on Fox yeah. with the Charlotte Flair with that name come on you make a lot of sense <laughs> with, the, with the business decision you really do you really do um, and I, I, I again I came in thinking yeah I was going to say Charlotte because I, I kind of just want Charlotte to win because I'm just so annoyed with Bailey really right now but um, yeah I just there's something about this whole situation that makes me think well you know if with Bailey, she was trying to establish herself and make herself like more uh, legitimate of a champion, you yeah. know, and she wants to be on the story. same level as ba- right. So, and then this whole partnership with Sasha, I think she's going to pull some underhanded tactics in this matchup and maybe win by some some heel tactic. Um, I think one one of two things is probably going to happen. This is what I think. I think they are going to continue on with the heel thing for a little bit longer. Okay, either she loses. And she goes ballistic. She goes nuts um, on Charlotte after the matchup, or she retains by heel tactics um, and and continues the heel run there for a little bit longer. 
So, I'm, so I'm where are you going I'm, with this pick, then? I, I'm Bailey. I'm, I'm <laughs> oh, picking Bailey. Okay. I'm picking Bailey to win. There, and, There's other reasons this why is where I'm we thinking split, that's going to happen. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I have other reasons why, too. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I'm picking Bailey. I'm picking Bailey for this one. Reluctantly, because... I'm, again, I'm so annoyed with with Bailey's character right now. Yeah. I hope that it would be awesome to see Bailey be a great heel somehow. Just show that range that she can right. do that. I just want to see you the know? aggression. Just drop the yes. good girl act because I yeah. saw with another wrestler how it worked. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think yeah. I just want to see how how it could work for Bailey. Yeah, and I'm I, I want to even though I'm I said I'm I'm kind of like. You know, I'm I'm annoyed with her, and I'm kind of seeing Charlotte now as the person I kind of want to see. I yeah. I want to root for Bailey too, though. Like I feel like Bailey, the this whole title reign has kind of just been, you know, not that great to be honest. You know, her match with Ember Moon, I did not really like. I didn't think that that was great. Um, no, who she faced before that actually? I'm trying to even remember the the because she she beat Charlotte when she was uh, Money in the Bank, and then I swear I think she had a did she have a few. In between that and um, that Ember Moon match, I thought it was, it was just... uh, Alexa Bliss, right? Alexa Bliss yeah, and yeah. Uh, oh, Nikki yeah. Cross, that's right. right? That's right. Which I almost forgot about because again, yeah. that just shows how like irrelevant that yeah. whole feud was. Yeah. Um, wow. So and then she had the match with Ember Moon, which again she just kind of squashed Ember Moon, yeah. and but even know, Ember Moon it, brought that up. Like I think you're just mad because you're viewed as an irrelevant champ. Yeah, and it's. Facts, facts. <laughs> Ember Moon is dropping facts with that one yeah. because that's that is is true. Yeah. So for her, you know, I think she'll be desperate to not be that way and maybe find a way to win the match by any means necessary. And, under, I, and say I'm not a relevant champ. Yes, help <laughs> yes. me drive force of her heel, sir. I think yeah. you're right, man. Yeah. Damn it. But I'm not going to pick against Queen No, don't Harris, change your pick. No, don't change not, your pick because again, from a business standpoint, you make a lot yeah. of sense. Like, I feel like what you're saying with the whole Fox move, I think, yeah. and there's still time for that to still come. Because they're getting happen. ready to do another draft, too, man. I want to yeah. say the next maybe three, four weeks. Right. And right. it's going to be a legit split. So you're not going to see, like, how it had it been blending these rosters before, you know, doing that. I hope so. The wild card rules in effect. Yeah, man. Get away to that hard guard. It's going to be a legit split now, man. Well, that'd be good. That would be good. All right, so let's move forward. Um, that was an interesting little debate. I didn't know that was going to take as long yeah, as it man. did, talking about the Bailey-Charlotte hey, matchup. This is but, what happens you know. on the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> you know, hey, you know, yep, we, yep. we break down live picks now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not always pre-planned, man. No. Like, sometimes when I do have it planned in my head, I, I can be, I can change on the fly. Just but that, on that's the that was the mistake I did. Is, what know? was it for the for the takeover? What was it for the last takeover and whatever paper? Oh yeah, with uh, the undisputed era, pretty much all of them almost losing yeah. uh, their their matches. Yeah, yeah. I came in there with my picks, but I just like I gotta switch it. Valentine Dream and I I, sw- I switched up quite a few picks in that one. Yeah. Yep. Yep, but it's good though because yeah, we're having a conversation, you know, about it. So you know, sometimes you influence me, and sometimes I'll influence you. It's just what the way it is. Um, So yeah, let's let's keep it going and see. I think we're going to be in agreement on this matchup, but we'll see. Uh, Roman Reigns versus Eric Rowan, the one matchup that has that does not have a title on the line. Um, but, you know, it, it makes sense. I'm actually really excited for me this matchup. Me too. Me too. Shockingly. Just on SmackDown got me. I'm like, got yes. me very geeked for this now. Yes. The stuff yes. they was doing, I was like, oh, my God, man. 
Yeah, this is this is gonna be good, man. Eric Rowan throwing the camera yes. on the on that rig onto to Roman Reigns yep. and just their brawl and taking that fan up. or you know you know yeah that work fan whatever the work fan yeah. Yeah. it's it's, <laughs> it's uh, NXT in the making uh, exactly you know, rookie trainee or whatever yeah that they had. with a development contract. You know, exactly. Exactly. You exactly. Know, trying to make it look like, oh, what's going on? What's going on? But it was that was a cool visual though. It was. Yeah. It was. It was like, man, he's crazy, man. He's exactly. He's taking fans like, out the streets. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was good. That was good. But yeah, so so uh, talk about this build up a little bit and who you got in this match. All right, man. I got well, I already know it's gonna go over. I got I'm just gonna pick the smart pick. I'm just gonna pick Roman Reigns. I want Rowan to go over though. I got that's my heart because this is a match for him to just you know put his name out there really because he's really coming out as it seemed like a solo act now. You know how he yep. did that promo on SmackDown and you know yep. like hey you didn't believe how you can you didn't believe how smart I was. You know I can do all of this. I'm more than just a brute force as he was saying. You know I'm just paraphrasing, but that's yep. basically what he was saying. And I was like, dude, man, I didn't know what type of range this guy had, man. Like, you, yeah, you guys just, you, you just, he was just a waste of, of talent. You just mm-hmm. using as muscle, but he could do a lot of good things. And you saw what right. he did with uh, Roman Reigns. Yeah. And hold, matter, matter, hold on, let's pause for a minute. What is the day count for the number oh, count for Roman yeah. Reigns not, getting a, not apologizing well, to da- Daniel Bryan? It's it's a week now because week now. it was last week that we found so out. Are we day so nine? We are in day because it was uh, what was it Tuesday? Yeah. So last Tuesday was, well, it was Friday. The so third. ten. Well, no, because Tuesday is when we found out. Oh wait, hold on. Yeah, wasn't yeah, it? It's 10. it was this 10? past Tuesday that we found out that that it was not Daniel Bryan. So the the third was when it started. So. Well, if we're not counting Tuesday, if we're counting like the day after, it would be ten. Okay. I'm counting that Tuesday. Yeah, yeah you got to count. The, yeah, yeah. So I'm saying eleven. We are okay. on day eleven where Roman Reigns still <laughs> owes Daniel Bryan an apology, and we are going to keep counting until yes. Roman Reigns delivers this apology to the new day. I want Bryan, an apology he, from yes. Roman Reigns. So yes, yes, it needs to happen. Damn it, we will get Roman. We will definitely apologize. get updates. Exactly. He apologized to Joe. He, he absolutely apologized. He sounded Daniel. sincere. I want the same yes. sincere apology as yes. well. Yes, exactly. But you know, I probably Daniel yeah, Bryan's Bryan's going to be a dick and probably tell him to get on your knees and right. try to sell it again. No, I didn't believe you this time. <laughs> Say it with conviction. Like I can see Daniel Bryan just taking to a whole another level with this apology, yep. which would yep. be great. Yep. Yeah. But uh, man. man. I know Roman. I know Roman's going over because it's Roman Reigns. But but, but damn it, I'm picking with my with my heart. So I, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Roman Eric Roman. All right. Wow, you just so you just switched it because a second ago you had said Roman Reigns. I know, I did, I did. Okay, I know so what I said. Switch. Okay, I know okay. what I said. Because <laughs> I was I was I was actually to be honest with you. I was shocked when you said Roman Reigns. I did not think you were going to pick Roman Reigns. I thought you were going to pick Eric Rowan. But I'm saying that's because, a smart pick to pick. You know what I'm saying? Because it's Roman Reigns, face of the company. He's about to be the face of SmackDown. So I was thinking, you know, yeah, he does need this win, doing the promos with all the cancer and all that, getting, you know, yeah. all this good rub. So yeah. I figured, you know, the smart pick. But 
I love what Eric Rowan's doing, and he needs the juice. So give it to let let Roman, you know, let Roman Reigns make him look good, and you know he could take an L. I think. Yeah, in this situation, I mean, I, I mean, definitely he can take an L. Like I, I'm. Really, to be honest with you, I had no hesitation with my pick, and I was picking Eric Rowan. Oh wow! Like, yeah, for me, it was just like the the man. They're trying to push him. They're trying to build him up as this heel. Yeah. Like to have him lose his first singles match and turning, uh, like to, to not even. I mean, he was already heel, I guess, but going solo and and leaving Daniel Bryan, and now you know he's trying to be this intimidating force. And his first matchup as this solo act is against Roman Reigns at this pay per view no DQ match. You know, he's promising, like, oh, this is nothing. Wait till Clash of Champions. You know, this week it was like Sunday, Sunday. You know, when yeah. he's like saying Roman Reigns' name over and over again in the back. Yeah, like, pacing back and forth. Right? Exactly. Yeah, I, it's just every. Roman. Roman. Yep. I was like, man, this dude on yep. crack or something. Like, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's. <laughs> He is obsessed. He is obsessed right now with Roman Reigns, so it just makes sense. So I, I for me, it's it's got to be Eric Rowan. Yeah. To have him lose this matchup, I think, would be a waste of everything that they've been building up. Uh, Roman Reigns, like, he can take a loss. It, uh, losses don't hurt this man anymore. He's already set. You think Daniel but Bryan Eric, gets involved? Uh, man, that's a great question, because we didn't see Daniel at all. No. So maybe. It if, just hit if, me. If that's Eric, why. As we're right. Talking. Great, great point. Great point, because if they do want Roman to win... That would be the one way where maybe it would make sense is if Daniel Bryan got involved and helped Roman beat him because that would make Eric still look strong in that it took Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns kind of working together to yeah. beat him. Like that that would be the one way I think a loss would be kind of acceptable. I mean, it's Roman Reigns, so, you know, really you would believe it just because of everything you said. Face of the company, you know, just everything. He's it, it, Roman can beat anybody at this point, but... Um, the way they're trying to build up Rowan, the way that he just went solo, it just makes sense to me that Rowan would be the guy um, just to make him really feel like a monster. Like, he just beat Roman Reigns in this no-DQ match. Like, you know, if, if it wasn't no-DQ, I actually was getting ready to say, well, I could see it being a disqualification ending. Like, Rowan just goes too uh, far. Yeah. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, if they would just set a regular matchup, I'd be like, this match isn't going to end. Like, somehow, some way, Rowan is going to take it too far, and they're going to end up calling the match. And it'll be continued to Hell in a Cell. Um, which I think might ha- end up happening anyway, that this match goes on to Hell in a Cell, just to take it yeah, another think, step exactly. forward. Exactly. I think that's the natural progression right there. Yeah. Yeah, just yeah. stamp it up. Hell in a Cell match. Hell, Hell in a Cell. Man, yep. right, and they'll be in the sweet. Cell. They'll, yeah. they'll be the match in the Cell, for sure. Um, and maybe one of the matches because there might be another another matchup in the cell based off of something I think is going to happen here too. Um, but yeah, I think Eric Rowan, Eric Rowan to me is the pick, so we're in agreement on that one too. Yep. So still only the Bailey matchup. Yeah, Bailey, uh, Charlotte's the one we disagree on. Cool, cool. I'm with it. All right, so this next one we're getting into the last couple of matches here. Uh, the WWE Championship on the line: Kofi Kingston versus Randy Orton. Um, man, this matchup. Uh, Let me ask you I real have, quick. Do you think this go is going to be the main event match? Because this has been like on the poster, and Kofi is like dead center. It won't be. It won't be. It won't be because I think honestly, we've we've seen this happen so many times. It really doesn't matter how yeah. good the story is. The WWE Championship is just not their main event title. They just don't. They don't do it, and it doesn't make it any need sense to be to if it's going to be the A show on SmackDown. Yep. Yep, it you, should. One percent. You're right. You're right. But Seth right now is actually the golden boy right now, man. Like 
they love Seth Rollins, you know, and him and Braun Strowman. Like, you could make a case for that being the the main event. And I don't really have a problem with it. But story-wise, yeah, 100% it should be Kofi and Randy. With their history, 10 years of history that they had, and the way they ended it with, you know, re, redoing the fam- the MSG moment uh, uh, from yeah. 10 years ago where Kofi put Randy through a table. And when he did it again, it was just great, you know what I'm saying? And so the, just to build up the, the stupid, cha- you know, the everything that they've been going, <laughs> like, it's just been perfect. Just the whole storytelling yes. uh, um, and working all that in there. So I love it. And I wish it was the main event, and this would be a great time to finally have the WWE Championship as the main event matchup. But unfortunately, I just I don't I don't see it happening. I really don't. I, I'm I'm done trying to predict that belt being a main event because we saw it with AJ, and we're seeing it now again with Kofi. Um, so here, in terms of the prediction, um, you know we've we've already alluded to it. I mean, we've been talking. We've actually been throwing our predictions around for this matchup for a while now. Yep. So. I'm just going to go ahead and get straight to it. Randy Orton winning uh, winning the belt yep. uh, to continue the storyline. That's my selfish pick that my head and my heart is saying that's what should happen. Um, you know, Randy Orton winning and just, <laughs> I mean, he will he, you will not hear the end of it. If he wins this matchup and, you know, he's got it over his belt and, he's, you know, he's been calling him stupid and now he finds a way to win it and, oh, just... How it, it'll feel heartbreaking to see Kofi lose to the guy who's been doing this to him all yeah. the time, this whole time. Um, but the story has just been so good that I feel like this needs to happen, that it just continues. And that Hell in a Cell, that's where you end this matchup. Yes. You take it to the ultimate and have these two guys, have Kofi try to regain that title from Randy Orton at that matchup at Hell in a Cell. That would be perfect. So yeah, I got Randy Orton hands down. He's he should retain, he should win this uh, and and take that belt off of Kofi Kingston so that they can build up that Hell in a Cell match. Oh man, I have been enjoying this story, this rivalry. It's been so much fun. Kofi living his moments at the Madison Square Garden. You know he's getting ready to do his. You know your W and he's doing it. Randy Orton cuts in stupid, <laughs> stupid. Stupid, and I was like, "Oh my god, here we go!" And that never gets so. I'm just—I thought I'll get annoyed by that by now. Yeah, but he just making it work, man. He is driving yep. that home, yep. <laughs> you know, making yep. it a botch move. Him saying that ten years ago, and it's circling back, man. Right now, at Madison Square Garden, where it all kicked off. That stupid, 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 man. Like, mm-hmm. but here we are. So it was a great moment. Uh, seeing him doing that boom drop, you know what I'm saying, Madison Square Garden, him getting that uh, that extra bump, him standing tall, but you know what the WWE math, you know what that means. Yep, <laughs> yep, that was another sign it that is, our prediction would come it true. It is time with, yep. for our 15-time champion. That was, that's what he's going for, 15. That would put him in the yeah. upper echelon now, bro. That would tie him with John Yes, Cena. it would. No, 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 no not time. No, no, it'll be 16, one more. right? Yep, yeah. yeah but it's still putting him up there. He'll be like third yeah. third on the third. list. Third on yeah. the list. And why not Cena for him? and Flair, yeah. Yeah, 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 you're right. You know what I'm saying? Wow. It makes, it's lined up. Clash of Champions, he'll get a 15 title reign 15 right here. Time. Right here. Oh, that'd be so good. Man, bro. Ugh. Yeah. I, I, so, obviously, I'm going with Randy Orton. Yep. I, yep, I just, I've just been in, enjoying it, and hopefully we get a a, a clean sweep from um, revival 
and Randy Orton right here. Oh, that would be so good to see all of them with the belts, yes. doing their poses and everything. Yes. Yeah, let's let's go. I'm ready for that. I am ready for that. Man, okay. All right. Well, again, we're in agreement. Um, Randy Orton winning the title, beating yes. Kofi Kingston to yes, become yes, the yes. new WWE champion. Uh, let's see it. Just because, again, we want to see the story continue. And it would be so great to see that it in will. hell in a cell. All like right, we said before, man, it would just give them some momentum for for Kofi because I feel like his, you know, his he, he lost some of his momentum, so he'll gain it back by, you know, going for that title again. Yeah, yeah, agreed, agreed, definitely. All right, so let's let's move to this matchup now. I think low key actually, this also has a chance to be main event. To be honest with you, like they may try to pull a little bit of a switch on us and have the Raw Women's Championship match as the main event with Sasha returning, and this being her well, That's not true. her first match back because she's had some matches, but you know, going for the title, you know, in the situation, yeah. and you know, again, her return. So yeah, you never know with with Becky and and and, and uh, Sasha. Maybe, maybe that steals it and becomes main event. But I still would put my money on Seth and Braun being the main event. But anyway, in terms of predictions and build up and all of that, so the build up for this matchup here, I feel has been pretty good in terms of just what Sa- the work that Sa- Sasha's been doing. Yes, um, you know, being that heel character, just being a boss. You know, each week just coming out, just looking like you know, just the, the outfits and the attitude and the hair and everything, like the whole persona. Um, it's just been working, man. Like she is just like has that presence. That's that's it. it just I really miss seeing her in the ring. And seeing her back now and in this feud with Becky uh, is just like perfect. Becky needed a feud like this to kind of regain some of that momentum that she had lost, yeah. I thought, with uh, Ronda Rousey being gone. So putting her in a matchup with some and, and not being Charlotte because, you know, they kept doing that, too, which was starting to get old. So now having her go against Sasha, it just makes sense. Um, you know, really, Becky... For me, someone had told me actually like they were kind of over Becky Lynch and not really a fan of her anymore. And I was like, man, you know, she's and this person, you know, was really a big Becky fan. Oh, wow. And yeah. So so I just I feel like and that's just one person that I talked to. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, you can kind of hear it a little bit in the crowd that it, the pop isn't just as, as loud oh, as it nah, used to not be. Right. Exactly. Man. You know, Most so is. But to me, I think that this can be a good way to kind of build that back up with a storyline like this. And I think an even better way to build things up for Becky would be if Becky loses this matchup ah, and is back to the chase. Yes. So I'm picking Sasha Banks to win this matchup to become the new Raw Women's Champion. And for Sasha and Bayley to both be standing tall as Raw and SmackDown Women's Champions. So that was the other thing that I was kind of alluding to, mm. which there was another reason why I was thinking maybe Bayley retains is because I could see that moment happening where they have these two best friends, these two heels standing tall with both the Raw and SmackDown Women's Championships. Um, and the last time they both held gold was the Tag Team Championships. So this kind of maybe not makes up for them losing the titles in the way they did, and which inevitably led to Sasha you know, taking her ball and going home and leaving the company for a while and contemplating maybe leaving the company um, for good. So I think this is kind of a way where maybe the company makes good to, to both of them really and has both of them, you know, having belts around both of their waists again. Uh, but this time it being, you know, the Raw and SmackDown Women's Championships at the same time. So I think, yeah, Sasha Banks and also, too, I think it's the best thing to happen to Becky to lose this belt 
and to be back on the chase against someone like Sasha. I think that would be awesome. And it would just, because that that really, I think Becky's at her best when she's chasing. Like like you said earlier, you know, some faces, it just makes sense. It just feels better when they're chasing. And exactly, I think that, man. That might it just be makes a better story for, for them. Because usually when yep. they get the title, it's cool. But, you know, when they hold on to it for a while, it kind of gets stale a little bit. You know, yeah. for a face. I don't know the, know the reasons why, but it's some faces that they can make it work because they're just a fighting champion and they just make it work sometimes. It takes a special it does. one. Like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Exactly. I was about There's, to go there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If he's, he could be champion forever and no one gets tired of that. Uh, it's just like, nah, man. Stone yeah. Cold, it, it makes sense. Stone yeah. Cold should have the belt forever. <laughs> yeah, for real, for real. He, you know what? Even work for CM Punk. You know what I'm saying? He yeah. in some spurts and some of his yep. his reigns were heel and face but it worked on face as well. Yeah. You know? Nearly with AJ Styles, you know, I feel like AJ I never was at to a point where I was like, Man, AJ needs to lose this. I just thought the the stories and the bookings yep, were exactly. not as good, yep. you know. But AJ I don't think anyone was like, Oh no, nah, AJ needs to lose. He could have held on to that belt forever. I didn't I yep. didn't care. They just nah, needed better stories either. for that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, man, what's your prediction? What do you think is going to happen? So, I actually got Sasha Banks, man. So, I'm going with Sasha Banks going over because she's just coming back. And I believe they probably cut a deal like, hey, we'll sign you or reassign your deal. And and she probably said, yeah, I make sure I'm champion. So, I believe they're going to take care of her. You know what I'm saying? On I'm looking at the business aspects of that as well. Uh, and then too, man, I saw this graphic by the way for SmackDown, and they showed four superstars. All right, two women, two male. So the two male were Kofi Kingston and Roman Reigns, and the two females were not Sasha Banks, not Bailey, but Charlotte and Becky mm. on the Smack on the SmackDown graphic. Mm. So it makes me think like, all right, so when they get ready to do this roster split, mm. is Basically, is Bailey coming back to SmackDown? I mean, not SmackDown, coming back to Raw. So that's Raw. why I said that that kind of influenced my pick too to go with Charlotte keeping that belt as well. I'm not keeping mm-hmm. that, but getting the belt off of Bailey and Bailey just dropping it and then going back to Raw. But also Sasha getting the belt from Becky though. Yeah. So doing a swap there, and yeah. then maybe drafting Becky to SmackDown and moving Bailey to Raw, and then they. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, man. So, and I saw how close they're getting ready to do the draft. So I'm like, okay. So I'm thinking about that. So all of this is going on in my head, trying to break it down. But in the end, yeah. I still went with Sasha Banks, though, going over Becky, because you know it's just it's just been a good story. And like, yeah, for faces, sometimes it's just good for them to something to chase, man. They need that fire. So yeah. when basically that's and that's how Becky got to her to that. Was that bad? Pinnacle all time yeah. pop right there that it got man because she was chasing for something, chasing that belt yeah. that Ronda had. So I think it could work for Sasha Banks. Yeah, I agree. I agree, man. I mean, I think for both of them it makes sense for Sasha her return to cap that off with winning the championship. Yep. Um, I think that would be awesome for Becky to kind of get go back to basics a little bit and you know be back on the chase. I think it'll be fun, you know, and just. Yeah, it, it, I'm I'm looking forward to that, and I think um, you know maybe there's a rematch, maybe not at Hell in a Cell. We'll see because they, there's so many different ways they could go with that since there's no rematch clauses anymore. But um, I definitely think that the best business decision for them, you know, to get Becky back to her heights and to kind of just 
you know, for Sasha, like, again, pay off all of the buildup with her is the, the swap. You know, just giving the belt to Sasha and having Becky just, just go back on our, the war path of, like, I'm going to do whatever it takes now to get back to the top. So, and I think the crowd will really get behind that, and it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, man, I totally agree. So, I just, I see, I see Sasha Banks being, a, you know, future, basically, champion of Raw, just taking care of that, being the workhorse title over there. Because I think that's what Raw's going to be morphed into now. Hmm. Interesting. So, like, a little bit of a swap between SmackDown and Raw yes. with, like, how they're presented. Yep. That would be cool. I would, I would really like that. Yeah. Um, I, my hope for Sasha is that you know if they do this and they give Sasha this this run, that they actually have her go to Hell in a Cell and retain yep. the title at Hell in a Cell because she's run. never, yeah, she's never retained a championship. Yes, every time she's defended, except for the tag team titles, every time she's won a championship, she typically has won the the women's championship on Raw and then lost in her first title defense. Yep. You know, and they've made a point about bringing that up. So for her, I think that'll be big is, you know, when she has that that defense, that first title defense for the championship, she has to win it because they, they can't have that be a thing for for mm-hmm. Sasha. It just it just doesn't feel right for me that that's that's the way it's been for her. Yeah. Yeah. So they don't need to do hot potato with like they did with her and Charlotte in their first rivalry. No, that's where most exactly. of her championship reigns came from that yeah. hot potato. man. Yeah. You know she saying? always beats Charlotte on raw yeah. and Charlotte always beat her the next pay-per-view after on, on uh, whatever that pay-per-view was when they did their rematch. Exactly. So, yeah. Yep. It was, it was annoying at a time too. Cause you, it was just became predictable and became weird. <laughs> like, why is it happening like this? So, I yeah. Know. All right, so we are at what's probably going to be the main event, but we'll see. Maybe they surprise us. It would be great, but, yep. you know, I doubt it. Um, but we're there with the Universal Championship matchup, Seth Rollins versus Braun Strowman. Um, so, hey, why don't you go with this, man? Take us home with this last <laughs> one. Because for me, you know, I'm kind of going back and forth a little bit, but right. I, 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 I do have my pick, so I'm going to stick okay. with it. But uh, you go ahead and tell us yours. All right, so... I. First of all, when Monday Night Raw is getting ready for their contract contract signing with Stone Cold, and I kind of got like a chuckle when he said when Seth Rollins called him the best wrestler in the planet. I was like, huh? <laughs> he called himself, yeah, because well, Seth Rollins called himself the best. Yeah, wrestler right. On the he planet, called himself. Right? Yeah, he called himself the yeah. best wrestler on the planet. I saw a meme. It was like a couple wrestlers. I know Kenny Omega was one of the wrestlers in the meme and there were some other ones where like their reaction when Seth Rollins said that and they were all like cringing. Like, what? <laughs> what did this man just say? And look, I think Seth one, he should believe that about himself. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. I don't think that any, I mean, really every wrestler on the roster should aim to be the best wrestler in the world. Like, that. that is, just like in any sport, you know, if you're playing a sport, if you're in a competitive sport, your goal, I think, should be to be the best at what you do. Like, that's just a mentality that it just makes sense to have. So, for Seth to say that and believe that, I'm not actually mad at him for saying it and believing it, but... As a fan of wrestling and to know, like, so many other names that are out there like, that would lay claim to that, yeah. yes. And you got to remember where you're you at, too, man. Like, it may yeah. work that with a smaller crowd, but you're at Madison, uh, Madison Square Garden. Yeah. All right? You had a smart crowd. That's Saying that, that's not going to work. You got to have, like, that's like when perfect when AJ Styles' music hit, then, the, you know, he got a huge pop. 
Yeah. The minute he said, I'm the best wrestler on the planet, AJ Styles hit. So if AJ Styles would say yeah. that, I, damn right I believe that. I think the crowd would have popped for that. Yep, but yep, for, yep. for Seth, I don't know, man. It's When he said it's that, tough. I'm like, I get it, but that doesn't connect with me, though. And he's kind of had a string of saying things that, I don't know, like when he said, um, you know, Brock Lesnar is a Seth Rollins wannabe. I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what did you just say? Yeah. Are you serious right now? And now he says this, which is like, I, I feel a little bit like I can accept this one more than the Brock Lesnar wannabe one, but it's not far. It's just like, okay, I get it. You have confidence in yourself, and props to you for having confidence in yourself, but man, that that's that's a lot. You're saying a lot right there, and I don't know. I, I, there's a couple guys, you know, right away. Like you exactly. Said, you when styles. you said that, that's why I'm mad. Uh, that's why I'm mad. Oh, I can name like. Five wrestlers off bat just just before I, I be able to before say, I yeah, get to like, Seth Rollins before best yeah. wrestler on the planet. Yeah, I mean, because even like you know, you look at NXT right, and some of the guys they have there and the wrestling matches they have, and how many match of the year candidate type matches they have. Yeah, you look at NXT UK. You know, with guys like Walter, you know, yeah. and Tyler Bate, who just had that matchup. Yeah. Like, when was the last time Seth Rollins had a match that was like on that level? Where you would say, this is one of the greatest matches I've ever seen in my exactly. life. Exactly. Like, Seth has not given me that, unfortunately, you know? Like, and it just is what it is. It's just the truth. I mean, it's so when you're, when he says something like that, yes, cool, have confidence in yourself, but oof, that's tough, man. Like, have a couple of matches, match of the year candidates, and then maybe we can get to that point where we, we aren't chuckling when you say it. Um, you have the ability for sure, you know, and yeah, there's some dream like, matches. He, he I'd love definitely to see has the ability, but like, yeah, I'm gonna be real, man. Exactly, like, he haven't had like, you know, like you said, like all star like matches that man, you know, match of the year candidates, right? Like you just like, like who would you say? What would you say has been his best match? Like, what? Would, like, is there even a match you can put up there and say, oh yeah, when he? I guess him and AJ Styles, right, would be one of his the best matchups he's ever had. The one recently, right? Right, right. Like when they went, uh, it was uh, him and AJ for the Universal Championship. Yeah, like, I'll say that, that was, the was be- one yeah, of, that was the best one. But that might, and, and I don't know <laughs> that I can even put that on the same level, legit, as Walter and Tyler Bate. Oh no, I can't. No, no, that that right? don't come close to that. Then let's look at Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano. Okay, like. No, I mean, I can't name a uh, Seth Rollins matchup that matches up with anything that those two guys nah. th- that did with each other. Like, it's just not on that level. No. It's just not. Nah. Even the storytelling on that, yeah, that's whole right. Pete Dunne and Walter, same thing. Like, it's just I can't, I can't put Seth Rollins matches on that level. You know, I mean, even like you know, you take a guy like Kenny Omega. You know, when he was in New Japan, yeah. or you know, stuff he's doing in AEW. Like, it's 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 hard. It's hard to say. You know, yeah, Seth Rollins for sure over all those guys. Like, I just, I can't, I can't do it. Um, yeah. So anyway, I think for me, you know, I, I don't, I won't kill him on it because I want him to have that confidence because I think everybody should have that confidence. Um, you know, I could see like Velveteen Dream saying that, right? Like, and and I would be like, I know why he's saying it because that's his character. Yeah, that's exactly. I'm just about to say that, but that's his character. Yeah, but yeah. It, it doesn't connect with the crowd coming from yeah. Seth, though. From Seth, yeah. 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 No, I Not it. as a face. Like, yeah. that, that doesn't work. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, but anyways, man, I got Brian. 
I'm, I'm picking Bron. He just needs a title reign. I think it's time for him. But, you know, the way they're just building Seth, I just don't agree. they built him like super Seth. Like, if he, since he beat Brock, he should be able to beat yeah. Bron. I guess that's, that's the story they're trying to tell. But I'm not buying that. I want Bron, man. He needs, it's Paul's Heyman's watch. So, I got to believe in Paul on this one. I want Braun to go over. He he definitely has definitely gained some momentum back after losing some. He got some of it back. And I think a title reign would definitely add to his his, uh, repertoire. Yeah, um, I like that. I've got, I mean, we're going to agree again, man. I got Braun Strowman to win this matchup too. You know, and really, there's there's other reasons why, like like you said, with Seth, you know, and I, I like Seth. I do like Seth, but I feel like, okay, he beat Brock Lesnar twice, right? And Braun's never beaten Brock Lesnar. That's a shame. That, that, yeah. that just doesn't yep. sound right. Like, that shouldn't be true, that that's the situation. You know, Braun's, matches were, Braun's match with, with Brock, the one that was, you know, supposed to be one-on-one, just totally got... Just messed up with the whole Baron Corbin, you know, hitting him in the back of the head, and the match went maybe five minutes, maybe. Um, it was just terrible, and so you know, and then there was other like triple threat match that he that they had, you know, which also too, I don't know, it just it feels like Braun Strowman should have been the one to dethrone uh, uh, Brock Lesnar, but whatever, they gave it to Seth Rollins, and Seth Rollins has beaten him twice. Now, if you have Seth, and Seth was the Kingslayer when he beat Triple H. He was the Beast Slayer when he beat Brock Lesnar. Now, for him to be the Monster Slayer, beating Braun Strowman. And then we know that The Fiend, you know, or Bray Wyatt is calling out whoever wins this match to go against them at Hell in a Cell. If he goes and beats The Fiend at Hell in a Cell, (laughs) I don't know, man. They, they, you may have a new, like, John Cena situation, Roman Reigns situation where the fans just turn on him completely. Because they're just that's like, the wrong okay, this, type of heat to get to. Yeah, exactly. They're just going to be sick of them. I, I, it would just be a disaster. It'd be a mistake. So I think what makes a lot more sense is you have Seth lose, and you you kind of like not just just calm this whole situation down with Seth. Like, cool. Like he beat Brock Lesnar twice. Nice. But now you know. Let let's let's get to a point where we're giving Braun Strowman some more respect. And having and not having it seem like Seth is just burying everybody all of a sudden, which is just like how, where and how that happened. That's I don't funny know, how you just, how you just put that though, man. Yeah. So like, you is know, he, I, is he? Is, do you think he's ready to do that? You think that's going to happen? Bury Braun Strowman because I mean, he's the monster he slayer him, now. That he's right, had all these he just slayer on. titles. Yeah, like I just I think it, it 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 would be a bad move for Seth to just have this this like he just continues to just beat even the way he beat Brock in the last one I was so mad like I actually wanted Brock to win because story wise it just didn't make sense to me how Seth was gonna come back after being destroyed and, and you know Brock Lesnar had beat him down on Raw uh, you know he was in the ambulance Seth was in the ambulance he pulls Brock pulls him out of the ambulance. Uh, does the F5 on the stretcher. Then the week later, you know, Seth is using a crutch as a, as a you know, or whatever. He was no, using a crutch, using a chair. Chair, that's right. Using a chair as a crutch, you know, and, you know, just like stumbling his way to the ring. And I'm like, what the hell is this? This is ridiculous. And then Brock destroys him then. But then he Brock loses to Seth, who's not at 100%. Come on, man. Like, AJ Styles couldn't beat Brock Lesnar. 
Daniel Bryan couldn't beat Brock Lesnar. Which again, Daniel Bryan is another person I would put over Seth Rollins as best best wrestler in the world too. Uh, That's yeah. another one that I would give yeah. you as well. Um, you know, for those two guys couldn't beat him, but Seth Rollins beats him twice, and not even at a hundred percent. And now he's gonna beat Braun Strowman? No, come on, let, stop, stop. And then the Fiend, please. <laughs> let's, let's just calm this down for a second before we turn Seth Rollins into something that you know people start to hate, and it you know it's like. I don't know. Maybe he'll think, get he, the jolt of energy, the the spirit from the fans, like he did from Brock Lesnar in that fight. No, you know when everything was looking down and bleak, you know the fans came alive and gave him all this energy. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, I, I, and I know I'm already going to be mad during this matchup because they're going to have Seth Rollins try to like break down uh, Braun Strowman. And it's so funny to watch when this happens to Braun, where, like, he's such a big dude, such an athletic dude. Yes. And then, like, someone will go after his legs or something, and he's just like, oh, you know, Winston of Pain, really trying to sell it. And I'm like, Braun, no, you you are a monster. Like, it's gonna, it should take a lot more than what, you know, it should take a lot to, to, to deal damage to Braun Strowman. So I can already see myself just getting mad at seeing Seth Rollins putting together offense against Braun and Braun staggering around and like it looking like Braun is going to lose. So let alone Braun actually losing this matchup. Um, But yeah, for me, it's got to be Braun. Braun's got to win this match. Just, you know, Seth, again, he could be on the chase and, 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 you know, maybe build himself back up and we could just kind of take a pause on the Seth train for a little bit so that we can not get him to the point where he's just starting to get hated by everybody because it seems... We yeah. don't want that because remember when, when he said, I'm the best wrestler on the planet, there was like people booing that in the crowd. Yeah. It wasn't like that. He was pop like, woo, yeah, best. Like hit crickets almost. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. like excuse me, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, you're cool and all, but no. Right. <laughs> like, let's, not, let's not go there. Let's not go there. Come on, man. Have confidence, but yeah. yeah, that was that was laughable. That was that was that was a bit much. Yeah. <laughs> Laying yeah. it on thick there, huh, Seth? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So yeah, I mean, again, we're both in agreement. I'm hoping for that, and I'm, and I'm hoping because I would love to see Braun versus the Fiend at Hell in a Cell. Yeah. I think story wise, it just makes so much sense. Yes. The history that they have, you know, with the Wyatt family, and, and he brought Bra- Braun into the WWE essentially and now for that to come full circle and for The Fiend to go against yes. uh, Br- uh, uh, Braun Strowman for the title you know, in Hell in a Cell like that could be real cool so I man I think that would be great as much as I don't want to see The Fiend fighting for the belt yet because I talked about this I feel like with The Fiend it, once you give him the belt now we're anticipating when he's going to lose and I feel like it would be better I would, I would actually enjoy it more I think if the fiend was this this entity that he's just unbeatable, unstoppable, and you know he just goes on this long run, maybe like a year long run where he's just beating everybody, and he's just like yeah. you know scaring people and tormenting people, and and, and you know every he's, he's just wrestling at pay per views, and they build up his his prestige that way. Um, but this way, the way they're doing it, it does feel a little bit like it's too much too soon. But if they're gonna do it. Have it be with Braun. Have yeah. it be with Braun, someone he has history with, and tell that story, and I think that could be fun. I think the story is just, it's, it's better, the better the story would be told better with uh, Braun Strowman, I believe. You know, yeah. like you said, man, they definitely got history. You know, he, basically, he's the creator of this monster, so to speak, yep. man. So, 
It could definitely work. I would be excited. And then, yeah, to your point, man, he does need a long reign. For that type of character, needs some type of streak, like Undertaker yeah. with his WrestleMania streak. This, you yeah. need to make it feel special. So give him some type uh, a streak, too, man, just similar to the Undertaker, too. Yeah. No, agreed. Agreed. So, yeah, man. So, I mean, that we're, we're at the end for for um, this pay per view for Clash of Champions. Ah, yeah, so, yeah. what are what are what are your overall thoughts on this pay per view? Uh, given the picks, I mean, we almost went you know hundred percent same picks. Yeah, you know, just, just that, just that Bailey pick. Charlotte that was matchup. it. We would have yeah. went man uh, eleven for eleven. Yeah, that's, <laughs> wow, that's crazy. That's crazy. But you know, I think what it is is just. In terms of storytelling, like we're on the same page where we're one, we're going with a lot of what we want to happen, yeah. Versus like you know what we think the WWE might do based off their booking. Because I'll tell you right now, I, I fear Seth Rollins retaining. You know, I kind of fear that. Me too. Because I just they want love Braun. Seth. I, I, but I, I think it's time for Braun, man. A man of his yeah. size, man of that caliber. Yeah, he should. He should have had a. He should have. He should have been on his third title reign already by now. At least, yes, exactly. At least. He should have been, like, for me, the last WrestleMania, it should have been Braun versus Brock instead of Seth versus Brock. Like, you know, Braun should have won the Royal Rumble. Um, It would have made sense because of how he got screwed over by Baron Corbin. Like, you know, it just seemed like they forgot about Braun for a while. And, you know, just, and even Braun was was in pre-show. He was in that uh, Battle Royal. He wasn't even on the main card for WrestleMania. Good point. So, it's just weird that it's taken this long. For him to potentially get his first ever WWE Championship reign. First singles titles reign, period. He has had no singles titles. He's a two-time tag team champion. Um, So, yeah, singles title reigns. The fact that he has none is a joke. So, yeah, make it it right with this one. Yeah, man. Yep. So, yeah, that's what I want. So, But for overall, the pay-per-view, I think it's going to be a fun show. Uh, you know, AJ Styles and Cedric Alexander, I believe that's going to be matching tonight. So, I'm going to. Market right there. That's my pick for match of the night. Uh, but overall, man, I think it's going to be a good show. I don't see why it will, you know, be lackluster for for this one. How the how the matches are set, you know, I'm definitely excited for Randy Orton and Kofi Kingston too. Like, hopefully, I think I have a feeling it's going to be a main event. Okay, I, I'm just going to say it. All right? I hope you're right. I, I think because. I saw Kofi Kingston on that SmackDown graphic. There, and he had the WWE title on that graphic too. So, mm-hmm. if they want to make this title feel how it's supposed to be, which it should be, because this WWE title man actually has some mm-hmm. lineage. So right. it, it, it that would be the perfect, perfect main event, man, for this story right here. Yeah, I agree. I mean, for me, you know, I agree with you about uh, Cedric and AJ being potential match of the night. And really, you know, this Kofi Randy Orton match would be the other one that I'd put up there as being match of the night for me. Just the story and the way I've been enjoying it. You know, it's the best story going right now um, on the whole card. Yeah. So for me, that's that's the one that I'm like most anticipating. And then just the the dark horse really is the matchup that neither one of us thought we'd be really excited about, but this Roman <laughs> Rowan matchup. Yeah. You know, I feel like uh, quietly could end up being match of the night also. You that's know, just because like with big boy with heavyweight character. Yeah. I think that could be a lot of fun. It's no DQ. Yes. So, you know, if they really just let these two go I mean, it, this could be really fun yeah. to watch. And if Rowan wins, man, oh, my God, like that, that'll be real yeah. fun. That'll be real fun. So that that one, too, I think is a dark horse uh, uh, potential for a match of the night. 
But, um, yeah, really looking forward to this card. Um, just top to bottom, I think they did a really good job just kind of putting this together. Short of the Shinsuke-Miz matchup, that's the one where I'm like, ah, I don't know. And as much as I'm a fan of Shinsuke, you know, the Miz, you know, it's it should be better because Miz is also going for, for a little bit of history, too. Just, you know, trying it's, to claim the Intercontinental Championship. It's 10th, right? Yeah. I think so. I think you're right on that. Which I mean, man, like that that has not there hasn't been enough emphasis put on that. No, it has you know, for they this have, matchup. I don't think they even really brought that up now that I think about I don't it. Think, no, 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 I don't. Not think, even maybe, doing the commentary maybe, because yeah, <laughs> actually, it was kind of uh, kind of funny. Real quick, how I love how Shinsuke he was on comment, com- commentary and he didn't speak one lick of English. He said everything <laughs> in Japanese. Corey Graves yep. was translating, which was great, by the way. I think they asked, I think Byron Saxon asked Shinsuke a question. And Shinsuke responded in Japanese. And he was like, very interesting, very interesting. He said, shut up, Saxon. I was like, oh, man, this is great. So, yeah, that, that was cool, by the way. But but that was just really focused on that. They didn't really talk about the Miz, you know, going for his 10th in the IC title belt. Yeah. Yeah, so strange, strange build up for for that one, but you know, it's it, I, I think that Shinsuke and Sammy will make that entertaining. I think the Miz, you know, he's gonna do his thing. I mean, he'll he'll try to you know be that face, but you know, that's the one where I'm like, ah, I don't know. It could be a little bit disappointing. I don't want to call it a bathroom break because again, I'm gonna focus on it because I'm I'm rooting for Shinsuke to have his you know to get built back up to being the superstar that he that he I know he is. Um, so I'm rooting for that matchup to pleasantly surprise me. Okay. But we'll see there. And, uh, yeah, just, um, overall, I think it's a strong card. So really looking forward to Clash of Champions. Yeah, man. Um, so yeah, that'll do it. That'll do it. Well, let's cap it there. Um, we're going to be doing our NXT, uh, wrap up for this week, uh, here in a second. But for right now, we're going to close it for the Clash of Champions prediction show. So for Devin, this is a feast. We will catch you guys next time. Peace. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast.